In this episode of the PvP Bearcast, we dissect some of IGN's PvP footage, including what's now the Sentinel, some tweaks to the Voidwalker, as well as the changes to the control game type. We share our thoughts on the finals matchup and explain what you need to do to get your team on the list for next season. Welcome everybody to episode 10 of the PvP Bearcast. I'm Caveman, joined by Doc Holland. How's it going, man? Good, Cave. How you doing? Doing good. And our uh, a returning guest, Oprah. What's going on, bud? Saw, dude. Oprah's spork, not just Oprah. He doesn't have cars to give away. Unfortunately. Which is unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, I'd like the car. Yeah. Little toy Hot Wheels. <laughs> A nice. toy Yoda, Ooh. except you'll give us little green toy Yodas instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, Doc, how was your week in Destiny, man? Uh, you know, it was actually pretty eventful. Uh, played in the finals, which we will uh, the of season four, which we will get to a little bit later. That was a blast and a good time. Uh, played a little bit of Iron Banner Mayhem because I like to throw suppressors at all the supers and stop them because no fun for you. And <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, other than that, I've actually, other than those two things, which were very fun, I uh, picked up a new game recently, Zombie Apocalypse Trilogy, which has been really fun. It's just mindless killing zombies. But... Yeah. Can't beat that. No. Oprah, how was your week? My week went pretty well. Uh, had a little bit of fun over in the PvE bear section that not a lot of people know about. Uh, with you, Doc, we were trying to three-man the Vault of Glass. Oh, yeah. And, I forgot about that. Uh, for some of our... I don't know if I'm one of the newer players, but I actually didn't play in year one, so I had never done the Vault of Glass. I think I had subbed in for the Atheon fight with uh, my old clan, and Doc was running me through how to VOG in uh, year three, so that was exciting. And then, uh, otherwise, nothing too eventful. Work got kind of busy, so I didn't really play much the last few days. Nice, nice. Cave, Cave, how was your week? My week was my week was pretty decent. Uh, I did not play very much Trials this weekend, like I usually do. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch on my PC, so um, I played probably I don't know thirty games actually didn't do very well i don't know my like aim was off and so uh but i did play in the finals on saturday and i will say that i did not have as much fun as Doc. (laughs) 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 Uh, but yeah i mean it was it was uh it was a rough way for our team to end the season you know after having done as well as we did but um it was i'm glad we were able to participate so my uh my my team sharks has been uh, in the finals or semifinals every single season. Oh, wow. So two seasons we were in the finals. We haven't we haven't won yet. Um, and then last season we made it to the semis. So we actually had to play the first round, and then uh, I think we played Ursus team. We played uh, mm. Grizzlies, yeah, and we lost. But Darn. so anyway, yeah, traditionally been relatively successful. So yeah, that's can't, good. Can't complain too much, but. That's very good. Yeah. And also, you know, yeah. you just got your new computer. We you go. How's it treating you? Overwatch Dude, looking pretty. 
Yes. I like, so I've got, I've, like, I've, I've talked about it a few times here on the show. I mean, I've got like pretty much everything, all the graphics and stuff maxed out. Um, this, you're going to, you're going to think this is stupid, but the other day I was, I was just playing and it's, it, it usually is between like 130 and 144 frames a second. It dropped to like 105 That's and just... I'm looking at my screen and I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? Why does this look so bad? And I was like, oh, I shouldn't. <laughs> it was oh, like, it was weird. I mean, like, it, I've been playing it. I've been, I probably, last week I played like 15 or 20 hours of it last week total. And then, um, anyway, like my computer was updating or something and it dropped some frames and I was like, oh shit. Oh, Which no. is funny because it's not even close to that 30 mark. And I was, I still was able to notice it. It was weird. But kind of like going back and forth, like between 30 frames from Destiny and then like, obviously like 130 to 140 for Overwatch is kind of crazy, but. Well, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine. So, yeah, that's pretty much the only game I've been playing. I I have um What do I have? I'm trying to think of it. Half-Life 2. I've been playing that just for fun a little Ooh, bit, kind of like That's for, a fun game. I really enjoyed that. It's a classic. Yeah. I played yeah. that on the um the original Xbox, I believe, or the Xbox 360. They had the uh, orange box combo and I got it, mm. which was really fun. Yeah, I was able to pick up from Steam. I was able to pick up uh Half-Life 2 and Portal and um, Team Fortress 2 for, like, $4. Like, Dude, all four of those Portal games. is a fun game. I wish they yeah, would make I've, more of those. Uh, I've right. played Portal and Portal 2 on, on my Xbox, and probably one of my top five favorite games. I love that game. Yeah, it's so it's good. really fun. Really enjoyable. You really got yeah, really to tip your hat to Team Fortress 2 as well. It's oh, yeah. Fun. I have... I have not played it, but I got it, and so maybe I'll try it out. It looks yeah. fun. You can collect a bunch of hats, so I just made a pun. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I guess that didn't fit too well. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. What, what, I mean, one, one thing going forward before we get here into Destiny content, because we're dragging out here on non-Destiny content, is I want to see, like, Portal 3 be VR, and I think that would be oh, amazing. That'd be just, so good. It would be. I love it. People would get sick. It would be hilarious. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell which way is up. Exactly. It'd be so much fun. You know when you like, you know when you like have a portal on the ground next to you, and then like there's a ledge you can jump off and shoot the portal yeah, on the like, ground below you. Yeah. And you keep like you keep like going back and forth. Yeah. Because it shoots you up in the air, and then you fall straight back down, yeah. and it shoots you straight up in the air for the next one. It was like, oh, man. Dude, I that think it would be s- the funnest thing in the world. Oh, that made but... me so sick. <laughs> On to some Destiny content, as much as yeah, I'd love fair. to keep talking about this. Um, beta on Tuesday, guys. Finally. Hype. Dude, oh, it's gonna my be gosh. S- it's going to be so good. Okay, what's the first gonna... thing you're going to do when you open the beta? Probably decide if what I'm going to play. I don't know. Like, a, there's so much stuff that looks good. Like, I I want to play, I think, Arc Strider because the PV like it looks like it's going to be really solid for PvP. But so does the Sentinel. Like, it just yeah. Like Sentinel, honestly, to me, looks overpowered right now. For me, it's going to be deciding what I'm going to play first, which character. Yeah. So Oprah, what about you? Uh, I mean, okay, let, let's say past deciding a character. What's the first thing you're going to do when you open the beta? <laughs> I'm going to spend probably the entire day designing my character. Jeez. Because let's be real. Destiny I, I, I'm like everybody else. I have my helmet option turned on in the tower because 
I was, a, you know, a three year old with crayons for the first time <laughs> when I was designing my characters. So, uh, I mean, you know, so, I wonder if I, they're going to have that. I wonder yeah, if I, that's going to be in the beta. I don't think it will be. Well, no beards. No beards, no, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I, maybe not for yeah, beta, I don't think for beta. A man can dream. Yeah, I mean, they might have, like, you can pick your race, but that might be about it. I don't think they'd let us do all the facial features and all the stuff of maybe. that nature. They're just secretly going to show beards on release. I hope so, because then, because if there's no beards, the game's going to be unplayable, in my opinion. I want facial hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to shave myself the time investment <laughs> and just not play. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice pun. Nice pun. Thanks. Oh man! I just yeah. Personally, I'm gonna do the two PVE things right away because there's only gonna get one of them, and once you do it once, it's kind of like okay, it's over, and then I'm just going to absorb off the PVP I can. You know, get get used to the movements. You know, the new control type, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. The new game type um, countdown. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I definitely want to get a stacked squad rolling from the Discord here and just run through everyone because that would be really fun. But uh, yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And supposedly, from what I've heard a couple rumors, that we will be able to pre-install the beta as early as you guys listening to this podcast. So I would check your Xboxes, check Destiny to see if you can do it. I would assume they would allow at least a day or two ahead preloading, so that way they we don't completely bomb their servers. So, you know, just something to keep in mind if you don't want to wait for it to download. Uh, the I day haven't of. pre-ordered it yet. Oh, no. Oh, geez. You better get that. I still pre- need to do that. You might want to get yeah. that pre-ordered so you can get access to the beta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, so the other, need that. other big news on the Destiny 2 here, IGN had another one of their first. We got to see gameplay footage of the Sentinel Titan. Oprah, what are your first thoughts on the Sentinel Titan? Well, I think everybody knows exactly what I'm going to try <laughs> in, the, in PvP outright. Um, I love the rework coming to the class. Uh, Bubble Titan is my favorite, and It'll be an exciting rework, and hopefully, um, hopefully we'll see how it plays out. Like Cave was saying, it seems very strong, um, borderline overpowered. But that's just because right now we're thinking in terms of Destiny One, and then the ways that it can relate to what we've already experienced. I think that we're gonna really be able to get our hands on it and see how the different abilities interact with the class, because they may have some sort of balance around it. But yeah. Fun factor, like ten out of ten. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I definitely like the looks of the Sentinel Titan. I like that uh, the, what we know now as Defender will have a very aggressive offense to it instead of the standard sit and let someone come to you offense. And uh, the Ward of Dawn is not leaving us. It's still there. I, it's, I'm, it's, not, it's confirmed that it's there and that it has armor of light still. But not necessarily in what capacity in terms of, you know, how are you going to spec for it? Like, will you spec for a bubble and the shield that you can just walk forward with? Or will you spec for the shield that you run around with and bash people with? You know, that's still up in the air. And I will get to see that during the beta. So 
but uh, I'm definitely excited for it. Suppressor grenades are still there. Thank you, Bungie. <laughs> and so I will be using those a lot. And since sticky grenades don't kill anymore in one hit, I actually think suppressors are going to be the way to go on the new on the Sentinel Titan. Yeah, I think so. I mean, well, I don't even know what the other spikes. spikes oh yeah, spikes. Are. I mean, I always forget about I it. I can't. Yeah, to I me, when I see a spike off. grenade, it's automatically a Night Stalkers. That doesn't exactly. even occur to me that it's a Bubble Titans. Mm-hmm. I think the class is going to be really strong. I mean, you've got the options that the class has. Like, it seems to be so full of different utilities that are just going to make. They're going to. They're going to give you so many options that. I mean. You've got, obviously, like you said, the bubble, you can throw the shield. It looks like you can block with the shield. You can hold it up and block, and then you can just shoulder charge people with it, which is just, there's a, there's a lot. Of, you got a lot of options. Yeah, definitely. Which is cool. Yeah. It's definitely... yeah. It'll make PvP very unpredictable, trying to keep track of, uh, you know, is this is this Titan going to, is he going to bubble, or is he going to... Mm-hmm. Um, is he gonna shoulder charge me or what? And you know, if you're playing, if you're playing like trials or something that's cap dependent, where you're, I get, I'm assuming the new trials mode is going to be countdown. Like it just seems that that's seems like that's what it's gonna be. Um, having to kind of keep track of the Titan, and if you're, because we've learned about some like locked loadout stuff. We learned yes. about that as well. I don't actually, I don't even know if that's in our notes, but there, no, there is not. gonna be. There's going to be some locked loadouts, and if you're if you're allowed to uh, if you're allowed to switch your loadouts or not your loadouts, but like your subclass nodes and stuff while you're in mid game, you know you fly in. I mean, obviously these are very different things. You're talking about a bubble versus you know basically like the equivalent of what's now a blade dancer. I mean, those are two very very different things, and you prepare for them mentally differently mm-hmm. and. You know, if you're allowed to, if you're allowed to switch between one or the other uh, mid-game, that could totally change how you approach a situation. So, it'll be interesting to see if if uh, trials will be loadout locked or or whatnot. I think it's that's an interesting yeah concept that, that they that they yeah. brought. Up. Sorry, I kind of like injected that. No, into no, the I conversation, mean that, but... that's that's fine. It's definitely something that you know needs to be talked about because I mean with the load with locking of the loadouts not only like in terms of like trials and and destiny itself but in terms of when we eventually get some form of private matches and we're able to start you know playing our rotations again do we have locked loadouts do we you know do we do something like that too because i think that would be very interesting as well how you pick your uh loadouts for your team comp but, I mean, yeah. I mean that'll be something discussed in the future when that actually has a chance to happen, and we'll obviously play test it a little bit. But I think that would be something interesting too. I mean, you know, someone should probably run a pulse rifle. You have your hand cannons, but you also got to remember, you know, we have the two, you know, we had the what the kinetic weapon and the energy weapon or the something like that. So you could run now your scout rifle and your hand cannon, so that wouldn't be out of the uh, ranges of possibility. Or you know, it'd be very feasible to have this locked loadout because we can have tech, you know, essentially eight primary weapons per four-man team. Yeah, 
I think also with that is like uh, just as a random thought here that popped in my head pertaining to the Sentinel is since they said it's coming back with Armor of Light and we haven't found out values and how much uh, of a boost that's going to give you inside your bubble Countdown has a uh, charge that's set for anybody who hasn't seen gameplay on it and I wonder how long the defuse timer is on it and if you're able to pop an Armor of Light bubble and get a free defuse out if teams will approach it that way or if they're going to lock down heavy I think that you're still able to use bubble in a manner that it's used now, which is why they probably kept it because mm-hmm. it's still somewhat strategic. I mean, it's and if you whiff a bubble, I feel bad for you, but at the same time, <laughs> you have to understand to stay in your bubble or like where to place it. Yeah, I don't know. Just interest. I don't, the class itself just will be super fun for sure because it's going to be very unpredictable. And one thing I remember seeing from all the gameplay from the Destiny Two reveal from all the you know streamers and stuff is that. I remember one, I was watching uh, the Jez when, when his, you know, my Destiny 2 PvP in a nutshell, his dry sense of humor one. He was uh, disarming. He was either disarming or arming the point, and he got shot, and it stopped, and he had to restart. So while you may have the bubble protecting you, someone could still come inside, start shooting you, and stop you defusing it until you kill them. So while, yes, the bubble could be used for that, now is the time when, okay, yeah, I'm going to go in and push in this bubble a little bit and, you know, stop it. Cause there may only be like five seconds left and maybe you can distract him just long enough that he won't be able to get the diffuse. Yeah. So that'll be also yeah, an interesting, it'll also be an interesting mechanic with the, uh, with the bubble and the countdown mode. Very true. I didn't even make a note of that. That'll be something to Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's the same same thing with resing. Yeah, same. Yeah, say yeah. Exactly the same thing with resing. I think any action you're trying to do in the crucible that's requiring the X button, if you're getting shot at, I think it's going to stop that action. Now I'm not sure about the power ammo because we we didn't really get a chance to see that in any of the gameplay. But in terms of resing and the you know the capping of the the hard point or whatever it's called in uh, countdown, it would stop that animation. Which I think is a cool mechanic. Yeah, it'll, it'll prevent res yeah. spamming. Yeah, it, it it forces you to make a decision versus now you kind of like get you know you can you can plan on you can plan on uh, having a shield when you res somebody like in trials. So you know you're, you're trying to res somebody and you're you're probably going to lose the fight, but like because your teammate died you're going to get the benefit not only of getting a shield once they res, but then you've also got your teammate. So it seems like it doesn't really reward the team that has the guy down. So, yeah. or, or sorry, it, 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 it rewards. Yes, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah. But yeah. The, the team that the team that's got the kill kind of gets a little bit punished for, for, um, in, in certain situations. So, yeah. No, and so I think that's this will this will prevent something like that, which I think is is good for competitive play. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So next, we also saw gameplay footage of the Voidwalker, and it looked interesting, especially the Nova Bomb. It looked like a giant UFO tracking its enemy. Yeah, it, it, it was <laughs> it was goofy looking. It was. 
I don't I don't understand it, right? Like, it, I mean, we we know the Noah bomb now. You you give it that nice little arc, you you know, boom, blow stuff up, or you straight line it. This one we just kind of threw it, just kind of like, womp 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 towards its enemy, and then kind of went around this corner and got a kill. It's yeah. just like, okay, you know, I was thinking I was thinking that that could be maybe a spec as well. That could be one of your super options, probably versus versus like the shatter or whatever. You know, I mean, now there's a tracking option for your nova bombs. Now, I mean, it's pretty negligible. I mean, it does yeah. help you sometimes, but it. You know that that could be something like that. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of times a, tra- a lot of times the tracking now will prevent you from doing like 180 damage to someone, so then do the 200. So it's it's slight. At yeah. least the times I've used it. Yeah, I mean, I've used it before too, where like you're trying to get two people at once, you kind of center it between the two of them, and then it tracks one of them, and then you you kill one, and the other one survives. So it's it's kind of situational. It's it's. It's unpredictable, which makes it frustrating and not as useful as something that's just consistent. So, yeah, like I know I'm gonna consistently whiff, so I just use Lance <laughs> to be, you know, really cool. It's just like a little warning shot, like a look what I could have done. Right. Yeah. You know, I done. noticed with uh, the D2 Nova Bomb as well. I don't. Maybe this was. I only watched the video like like once or twice, but. It seemed to me as though when he first used it, the Nova Bomb was, it moved quickly and then slowed down and started tracking. Like, it didn't start tracking immediately. Interesting. I didn't notice that. So, it was kind of hard to tell because it's moving directly away from the person. Like, it's not, it's not, Mm -hmm. he's not shooting it down or something like that. So, it's kind of hard to, like, see, see that in action, I guess. But it... To me, it looked like it went really fast initially and then just like slowed down and started tracking. So I wonder if that's a mechanic where, you know, if you're if you're above a zone and you Nova bomb straight down, it'll like this, like the the travel speed of the Nova bomb will be super quick. But you can also use it as like a ranged attack too. a ranged attack that's going to be effective, like around corners and stuff. You know what I mean? Like you kind of pre fire it or something. And then, like once they kind of once the once the Nova Bomb realizes there's somebody there, it'll start tracking towards them. I don't know. Oh yeah, I could absolutely see that in like zone control. You're coming up to B point. You fire your Nova towards it. You know, back at a distance. So now you're not up in the air, visible, getting shot at. You fire it. You know, we'll say you're on rusted land. You fire it up from A down that alleyway on the left there. It goes there. Then all of a sudden, it slows down there and it then tracks down into B. I, yeah, and then they'd have Nova Idea. Ha ha ha! God, that's so two. Good. Jeez, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a long podcast, Cave. <laughs> Are we keeping track? I, I I got a tally going. That's he's up to two. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I have tracking on my puns. Jeez, <laughs> I'm counting that as Three. a third. Beautiful. Uh, so I, I I could definitely this is amazing. see. <laughs> I could definitely see that as a mechanic where, yeah. like what you're saying, it's really fast. You can Nova Bomb right away someone in front of you like a super shut it down or you throw it at, you know, a point that goes fast Dude, and then tracks on it. Could you imagine, like, you're an Arc Strider and you're in your super and then you see the Nova Bomb <laughs> and you're like, I don't have to worry about this because I'm just going to, like, shade step away because this yeah. thing is super slow. So, I mean, like, if if the... If the Arc Strider is coming at you and you've got your Nova and you and the guy like the Arc Strider knows that 
it doesn't travel fast, it's not a problem. So, I mean, I feel like it would have to be some sort of, like, it would have to travel quickly initially in order to still have kind of the same effect that it does now. Because, I mean, yeah, rarely so do saying. you use Nova Bomb now as, like, a long-ranged attack. At no. least I don't. I mean, no, it's usually... Usually use it like kind of in that mid to close range where you can kind of guarantee yourself a kill because mm -hmm. there is travel time, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I mean, because mm -hmm. it's so quick and the like the blast radius is so big, it's it's tough to it's tough to it's tough to get out of there, you know. Unless they unless the person using it just whips it, which is I would say it's happens. like very niche or niche because of um, like if you have walls to hit, the thing is the long range one would probably be Lance just because it'll go straight and you'll be able to predict where it's going to go and you'd probably want to hit a wall instead of a person just because it really is just a straight shot but um, it would open up doors I think what you're basically saying there though is like Panic Nova confirmed for Destiny 2 <laughs> Panic Nova <laughs> which I think is good I think it needs yeah. to have that I mean that's kind of like a main part of the super it's the same thing like with um, with Slam like I mean it's still slams it's still like you can use it as a panic as a panic button but then it's also got this additional thing so i think i think nova bomb has to be capable of being used in those you know like almost like knee-jerk situations yeah no i that that's a great insight there cave i really like that i didn't even think of that as a possibility of a fast travel than a slow one you know, another thing I also saw people commenting on is that during the gameplay, um, they timed it. It took the Sentinel Titan a little over four minutes, the Voidwalker oh, a little over six minutes to get their supers. But with wow. that, the, the Titan was going ham. He was killing it in terms of just mowing people down. So, you know, if, if you're doing a really good job killing it, you can get your super as quick as four minutes. And if you're, you know, playing averagely, like we all have our average games, you're looking at five to six minutes. I think that's a pretty good cooldown time on supers. Yeah, you know, well, let me like kind of segue into this a little bit. We we learned that all melee ranges are going to be four and a half meters across the board for everybody. Mm -hmm. I wonder if all supers are going to be the same the same time like the like the charge rate is going to be the same and then will decrease based on your performance which honestly i think that that's the way that it should be to begin with i mean you oh, get absolutely. a super like like golden gun it's like all things being equal you're going to get it first which means you're going to get at least two or three freebie kills mm -hmm. or in trials you're going to get one round i mean it's just for for literally doing nothing but specking properly which doesn't it's it's not competitive no and so uh, i think that uh, rip scores yeah <laughs> Jeez, don't yeah even get so that's that. <laughs> that's those Scorry are my thoughts it. on like no. the super i didn't i didn't uh, notice the, the the time like you the time that it takes to charge the supers but i mean i think you should be rewarded based on performance not whether you can select the proper node in your tree or not like that seems ridiculous mm -hmm. yeah so it's always like frustrated me a little bit that a golden gun gets it super just straight up faster and same thing with bubble i mean same thing with bubble i mean you you want to talk really, about but... fast blade dancer if you get the well the tarantella what's the chess piece yeah if yeah. you get the tarantella max yeah it's i mean max it just uh, seems... intellect it's ridiculous yeah. yeah it's 
that kind of stuff is it's non-competitive. I mean, obviously, like this game is not competitive, like other games where the it's balanced for you know competitive play. Like this game is not balanced for that kind of a thing. No, you know, from the ground up. So I mean, I understand. I understand that. So, but yeah. still, it's it's a little it's a little frustrating when someone gets their golden yeah. gun like an extra thirty seconds before you, and there's nothing you can do except run away. Yeah, and kind of what I've seen just watching some of the gameplays, it seems like all your abilities will be a standard cooldown time. You're not going to be able to spec for, you know, faster melee cooldown, at least not to my knowledge anyway. I know I think the Hunters have, or the Blade Dancer, the, sorry, the um, Arc Strider, now has a way to, like, like someone already found a cheese where you can, like, get instant cooldowns on your dash or something during your super. But we'll see how that plays out in the beta sure people will figure out you know the new meta here real soon in the beta yeah well what it'll, it'll it's what everyone will yeah. be running yeah yeah so and then so, what oh go ahead cave oh i was gonna i was just gonna kind of move on to we can talk about the game type or the, yeah. the like the way the control changed which i think Absolutely. They, they did some really good stuff yeah i mean ma- making it more simple yeah, so zone control now, or not zone control, control itself, it's no longer going to be 100 points per kill. It's going to be one point per kill. But you only get the one point if you have a zone um, controlled. And if you have two zones, you hit two points. And if you have a complete lock on the map, you're going to be getting three points a kill. I love that change. Yeah. It, it emphasizes yeah. objective play and killing. Yeah. It's... It's easy. It, it's easy to figure out. Like right now, say you're up by three hundred points in a game. Um, I'm just gonna, let's just use like Clash for example. Um, and you get you get like somebody gets some points. Like two people get points for assists, and you get a super kill. You're getting like four hundred and fifty points for two kills. And, you know, if you're the winning team and you're up by that much or you're up by, like, say, 400 points, you know, in your head, you're like, oh, I can like we can sacrifice like two kills like we we have a cushion. But in reality, it's like you kind of don't. Whereas this like this makes sense. Like you can see it and it just it just makes sense. And you don't feel like you're getting you don't feel like you're getting robbed, I guess, like oh, out of, because of the way the point system works. Obviously it's just, it's just like one to one, like the more zones you get, the more points you get. Like it's, it's, there's no like first place kills or anything like that. You know what I mean? So I, th- I think that something like this could really be used even in rotation for, for our league. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Definitely. Oprah, what do you think on the changes? What I like is that, uh, you can be the greatest slayer in the world, but if you're not going to hop on a zone, you're not going to get any credit for it on the scoreboard. And I think that it really does find a nice balance between the two because you do need your slayers, but you also need guys who are going to keep in mind that, hey, we're, you know, at this point would be like 10 points behind, but let's just get two zones and all of a sudden we can chip at it as opposed to, okay, we're 10 point, we're like a, a thousand points down in clash but like i said you can purposely follow supers and get the assist points Mm -hmm. 
and all of a sudden you have a swing where one super can generate, let's say three kills with a super would be 375, and then you get two assists per, that's another 300, so that's like a six or 700 point. Yeah. For three kills, which would be absurd. Yeah, from, from one, you're, from one you're little not, play. I mean, obviously not a little yeah. play, but... Mm-hmm. Well, right. And then plus, you know I mean? and then plus you got to add in the extra points if you get the first place kill as well. Right, that's exactly. True. So it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Or if you're like me, a back in action metal. <laughs> oh, jeez. My favorite. Um, and uh, uh, I also noticed, I watched the video back to see this. Uh, I did this on purpose to see if you get points for actually capping the zone. And you do. You get one point for capping the zone. There you go. Which I think it which I think is cool. I mean, obviously like you're, you know, if you're, I guess would consider yourself a support player, like you can be contributing to your team by, by capping the zone. And I obviously like now in control, you get, I think the more people on the zone, the more points you get when you cap or neutralize or whatever. Whereas now it's like, yes. One of the things that they change is you, there is no neutralization. You're going straight from like Bravo has the point And then you, and then somebody from the alpha team stands on the point and then it automatically once once like that 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 ring the circle has completed its loading time it automatically switches over to your team versus standing there neutralizing it and then having to cap it for your team so there's not going to be any more neutral zones you're it's either going to be alpha or bravo yeah which i think is cool yeah i think that's very cool too it that, definitely that, yeah. uh it makes it so there's not a lot of delay in the action in the game yeah which, and you know, well, okay. even just yeah, the scoring too. Not, I, I agree with you. Don't want to just be sitting there on point because then it, it pretty much makes you a sitting duck uh, if you are the one playing the objective, which shouldn't be how it is. Um, and like you said, it it keeps the game pace quick, but it also rewards players who are able to control the three zones, which I don't think I don't think in control it really matters that much if you have a team that can run in stacked. It would be probably like a challenge that somebody's done is going with a six man and try to win without capping a zone. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Cause I know now in control you get, I think it's 75 points per capture per player that's on the zone. I think yep. is what it is now. Something like that. And then you also yeah, get, so you also get 25 points for the neutralize. Yeah. It, so you got, comes you got that. two, three people standing there getting a zone mm-hmm. in six V six. You're just, you're getting rewarded for just standing on a zone. Which yeah. doesn't seem, it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I still like that you get rewarded for taking the zone by getting a point because then your objective and support players are still contributing in that fashion, yep. like you're yep. contributing to your score and not just the, uh, the unnoticed way of capturing the zone. So I, I, hope, yep. yeah, I hope that captures is still a stat that is tracked because, it, I mean, that's a good representation. Like, oh, hey, this person, you know, in this match, they won by, you know, we'll say two points. But this person here, I mean, they captured 10 zones for their team. They were working hard to make sure they were keeping up. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. That kind of a thing should definitely be rewarded. And I'm glad that it's given, like, one cap. I mean, it takes a while to get a cap. I mean, it's 10 just seconds. You, yeah. I mean, you're standing there, you're kind of on your own or whatever, and mm-hmm. you're kind of exposed and. It's kind of the dirty work. People don't really. It's not. It's not overly fun. But I think that one of the reasons why. Uh, well, I know that one of the reasons why they changed it going straight from one team to the other with no neutralization in the middle is so the game is is quicker because obviously with four people, 
you know, standing there with three people on a zone to get it to go, to get it to cap at the maximum speed, you know, you don't want three cores of your team standing on no. the zone. So, I mean, it makes sense game balance and like mechanics wise that teams only need to have one player on the zone and then the rest of them can kind of fan out or move on to the next zone or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really cool change that they did. And also, it just makes sense. I'd like to go ahead. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'd, I'd like to see zone defense and possibly, I don't, I don't feel like this one would be as uh, represented representative of, you know, how successful a certain player is. It would be more team based, but like zone defends to see who's really making sure that you maintain the, the mm-hmm. zones as opposed to like aggression kills. Whereas if you're on a superior team, you're going to get a lot of aggression kills as they're trying yeah. to cap zones. Whereas defending that's going to be keeping attackers at bay. What would a I defensive, like what, would, what would that look like? Like getting a, like someone standing at like somebody's trying team to, is somebody's on standing zone. on the zone and you get a kill of somebody who's on the zone. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, no extra points given, just that it would make a note to say, hey, well, he may only have four or five caps, but if he's got five or six defensive kills and they win by one or two points, well, okay, any one of those zones go and he doesn't make those kills, they lose the game. Yeah, Very true. So just like an additional stat. Yeah. Right. Not necessarily a scoring thing, gotcha. but just statistics. Because yeah, that's cool. And I know that they kind of have it yeah. now, I believe, because you have what's it called? I think it's called zone kill is like 25 points Mm -hmm. where if you kill an enemy on your zone or near it, Mm. something like that. I I remember seeing that while I've been playing. Is it, it's like a metal metal. Yeah. Yeah. At all, at any cost, Mm -hmm. if you get three of them. So I I know that it's in the game, but as far as just making that publicly displayed Yes. at the end of a game. Yeah. yeah. No, I I definitely, that kind of stuff can be, uh, grabbed from the api obviously because the metals are part of the are like in the api stats so if you go to like guardian gg or something you could i mean obviously this is not easy to do but you'd have to go into the guardian gg and take a look at the games you played or whatever and you can see those stats so i mean like for example in dusty trials report you can see how many sticky grenades you have like any sticky grenade kills you have versus regular grenade kills because you get the metal get it off or get it, get it off me or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Yeah. So, I mean, they do have that kind of stuff like as far as stats that are capable of being tracked, but there's nothing right now. That's like post game carnage stuff, mm-hmm. which I think is what you're asking for. Right. Cause then I, I, I also would hope that I would be like, sorry, just going into like different game modes that I would like to see is like um, either King of the Hill or capture the flag, but like with King of the Hill, like time in the hill, and again like defends, which would be like kills while in the hill, yep. kind of thing. But just going further than X kills, X deaths, or well, sorry, X defeats, X deaths, and what your efficiency is for the what the current uh, post carnage report is. Yeah, I can see that, especially in uh, OBJ style games. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, uh, one other thing that they did, I don't know, maybe you were going to say this, but they made a little quality of life change, too, where, you know, when you're standing on the flag and, you know, 
you're trying to shoot somebody and you're walking around and the flag is like right in your freaking face. You yes. can't see yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you might as well be like walking around with a towel over your head, like, like a cat. Like, where am I? What, what's going on? You know what I mean? So I like they made it yeah. so that the flags are going to be transparent now. So I think that when you're, it almost looks like the closer you are, the more transparent they get. So if you're kind of off in the distance, you can see it easily. But as you get closer, it gets more and more transparent. I like which I think a is lot. Just, I mean, totally makes sense. And I'd never, even, it never even occurred to me that something like that would even be done. So I mean, the fact that they just kind of thought of that on their own. I mean, I've never even seen anybody suggest something like that either. So that's really cool. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, no, it's it's definitely cool. I hope they do that to our dead ghosts to make those be able to be shot through. Because so oh many times gosh. I've blown myself up with a Ripped rocket. Heather. On a damn ghost. Oh, that's yeah, it's, or you think oh. you've got a headshot on somebody with a sniper, and you come around the corner, and there's an enemy ghost there, or your buddy's ghost. You come around the corner, and you freaking shoot the ghost, which is obviously at head level. Like, yeah. Oh. It's oh. like, oh, man. Yes, make that transparent, too. Yeah. 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 I guess that's just another form of ghost bullets. <laughs> oh, my God. You are oh. a haunted roll. No kidding. Jeez. <laughs> 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 One other thing I wanted to uh, touch on is the movement of the two subclasses we've been talking about. Now, Bungie has said that, oh, the, we're not going to have Titan skating and we're not going to have the Warlock surfing or whatever people call it. But during the gameplay, it seems like uh, the Titan was surfing. To an, or was skating to an extent, except not in the way we're used to with the three bursts. It seemed like it would jump and have one sustained burst, and it never really picked up any more speed than its max, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it never... Because, like, right now with Titan skating, if you hit a... You know, if you do it right, you are just booking it to wherever you're going, and it's almost hard to control at times. Whereas, Certainly. Whereas this new Titan skating... Seems like it's a little bit more in control, but you still have that, you know, additional momentum ability, which will be interesting to see. And it also seemed like the warlock was moving faster than like a normal sprint and a jump. Yeah, I think that maybe finding that middle ground between what we as players discovered in the current game and what they're trying to implement in the current form of Destiny 2 is all right, this is a movement that we didn't intend to, you know, be created. Because I think then even recently, within the last few months, there was, like, even faster Titan skating techniques. Oh, yeah, with the garrison uh, and the shoulder charge, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so I believe this is them saying, here is this. We want to make a nod to, you know, the speed of the Titan that you've grown accustomed to, but also rein it back into where our vision for the Titan class was. And as far as like warlocks go, I just I'm gonna be happy if I don't mess up on my little floofs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I uh, I tend to do in in, in clutch moments. Um, it seems that as long as it's faster than a sprint, people will do it, and I think that that became the bigger issue. Yeah. And okay, what what do you thought on the potentials of the new form of titan skating and warlock surfing? Um, you know. I, we talked about this a long time ago, and I think that one of the problems that they had with balancing shotguns was not necessarily the problem 
it, it wasn't caused by shotguns. It was caused by the movement in conjunction with shotgun use. So, I mean, you're using these super powerful weapons that are up close in addition to having insanely fast haste movement. And so they almost can't exist together. Like, you either have to have, like, really shitty short-range shotguns or um, you can have the movement speed. Like, you can have one or the other. You can have these, like, long-range shotguns along with this super-fast movement. So I think that this is their attempt to kind of allow shotguns to feel more powerful than they are in addition to making maps and things easier to balance. I mean, if you're going to balance a map based on a character's movement speed and you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got to figure out how to fit Titan skating and like jumping on a hunter into the same, like, it's just hard to balance a map because I don't know how, I don't know how map building happens, but you go from, um, I would think that there's got to be some sort of a, they've, they've got to be timing it. Like how, how long does it take to run from here to here with a given class? Like, okay, that's probably a little too long. Like let's kind of make it so that the person who's doing the flanking either has like more or less time to kind of make their maneuver. But if you've got to figure that out and balance it between like the way Titan skating is now and the way Hunter jumping is now, like it's, it's almost impossible. So I, I, I think that the movement changes are, good for balance you know what i mean it's i don't think it it's not going to be as fun and as visceral and and as exciting in destiny 2 um as titan skating is now but i think that it's kind of necessary for the health of the game and for like the competitive side of it i think that i think that it's a good move um one thing that i kind of noticed with the titan with the way that he was moving so now in destiny one you've got your you've got your uh better control jump and Mm -hmm. i'm thinking that maybe in destiny two you will also have the better control jump option but it looked to me as though the guy would jump and boost and then he would turn his camera and then boost like cancel and boost again, and it would almost like change his direction, uh, better like a more acute angle, like Ooh. when he when he he released and then changed direction. You know what I mean? Almost like not not like he was Twilight garrisoning, but like changing direction, not in like an arc shape, but more of like think of like a stop sign. Yeah, like the angle well, it on it felt precise and controlled. Yeah. Rather than just being able to control. like move quicker while you're mm-hmm. while you're kind of like you make your turning radius sharper, it almost looked as though he was able to literally like change directions at like a forty five degree angle based on where he was looking. Did you guys nice. notice anything like that? I did not. Because I think that that would be really interesting. I think that that would be a cool way to keep the movement of Titans fun without having the Titan skating the way it exists currently. Yeah. I, I like that. I, I'll have to go back and watch that. You know, I didn't watch super closely, but I, I didn't kind of, it kind of like caught my attention real quick. And I didn't, I haven't, I haven't had time to go back and to watch, um, to watch that particular video, but I noticed that and I was like, Oh, I wonder if like that's going to be a thing. And so it just kind of occurred to me. So 
I can't like confirm that that's the way that it was, but there might be, yeah, maybe with control jump, there'll be uh, a way to actually change direction if you're going to cancel and then reboost again. So I definitely like that idea. I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. And blinks back, baby. Yeah, Borlock's got the blink back. <laughs> I mean, same. Can we talk about that? Uh, no, not yet. I mean, I don't think we same did. nerfs are going to apply. Uh, your radar and HUD will go away for, I, I don't know how long. It was like one to did two seconds. Did the whole seconds. HUD go away, or was it just the radar? A whole HUD. Everything. Just like it is yeah. now. Hmm. So it's like you're physically blinking. Yes, physically blinking. <laughs> Oh my, dude, you are it's... on fire tonight. Let me tell you. Jeez. Thanks. It's like, yeah, it's like you're waking up, and you can't see. You gotta like, literally, <laughs> yeah. blink your eyes a few times in order to kind of <laughs> figure. It out. It's like walking into a dark room after you've been outside. All right, this. All right, yes, guys, yes. this is the PVP bear cast, not the PVP pun cast. So. <laughs> uh, I'm not making any puns. Me. Talk to Oprah. He's the one that's. Oh, I know. Killing it over here. Yeah. Yeah, just bear with me, guys. Oh my Jeez. god, no! But uh, I, I like that blinks back. Okay. Blinks definitely fun. I used it the other day in, uh, in uh, <laughs> some um, salvage matches with a uh, uh, hypo and Zika. It was pretty fun to use again. Forgot how bad I am at it. I failed multiple times blinking up to areas. <laughs> Dude, I've never, I've never really used it, and every time that I have, I'm like, I don't feel like trying to learn this, and I oh, just man, it go was... back to what I'm used to. But man, I had some great plays with evades, blinking out of the way of stuff. It's, it's a very powerful jump when you get it to work the way you want it to, or you're, you know, you're practiced with it. Because I, I had this one play where this guy came in, two guys were running in, and I shotgunned one, jumped, blinked out of the way, the other guy sliding in, came down on top of his head and shotgunned him. And I was like, oh, that was cool. I couldn't have done that with any other jump. Right. But, so, so yeah, I like, uh, it's going to be interesting to see the new movement coming up here in the beta. Uh, definitely going to be messing around with stuff. I'm sure everyone's going to look like little children running around and trying stuff the first couple <laughs> days. Like, oh, look, I have legs now. Let's see what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to learn to walk before you can blink. Yeah, pretty much. Literal, yeah. Never mind. Uh, so let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about the the game, the final game. Everyone's here at PVP Bearcast. This is about the PVP Bear leagues, and obviously we just had our final on Saturday, which Doc and I were on opposing teams. So <laughs> there you go. And then Oprah, you were you were keeping an eye on it. Where were you watching? Yeah, that? I tuned in. I tuned into the PvP Bear Twitch channel. We get notifications in our Twitch uh, section on the Discord. Beautiful. And I know that we had probably like ten or eleven watching on there, and I assume that everybody, not everybody, there were quite a few of you guys streaming, and you had folks uh, watching alongside with you guys. Yeah, I mean, I I took kind of a rough count. I kind of asked a couple people, and I had ten in my stream at one point, my individual stream. Zika had seven, I believe, and then you know the PVP Bear Twitch had what would you say? How many again? Between like ten and ten 12. and twelve, it, it stayed around there. And steady. then I'm assuming people on uh, the people streaming on the Sharks had you know a handful of people, so we had upwards of thirty yeah, I people think, watching. I think I had like five or six, five or six in mine. Yeah, I mean we had upwards of thirty people watching the finals, and I know 
like three of the people in my stream that were actually talking in the Twitch chat together aren't even a part of the PvP Bear League. They just know through playing with me through raids and stuff that I have started doing this. So that was very cool. They're like, oh, man, that was so intense to watch. That was so cool. You know, when's your next game? I want to watch it. So, yeah, I had a couple. I had one guy in my stream, at least one or two guys in my stream who I I had. I had no idea who they were. Either they just have different Twitch names than they do gamer tags or whatever. But, yeah, it was uh, it was it was kind of cool seeing some extra participation from people that are even outside of our of our community. So. Yeah, it was awesome. It was very cool. I mean, the three people that tuned into mine, they're part of my other clan, the Disciples of Shacks, and yeah, they've taken a, a hiatus from Destiny with the content drought, which you know many people have. And you know, I used to play with them all the time. We you know raid once a week, that sort of stuff. And they came back, and they're just like, "Oh, dude, this was so cool." You know, I knew you were good, but dang, I'm like, "Listen, I'm not that good." You know, it just it's my team helping me out there, but. <laughs> Back. Yeah. You're selling yourself short. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I played all right in the finals. I you know I played terrible in the last zone control game. I think I went four and twelve in the last zone control oh, game. Oh rip! Did you really? Yeah, I did. Dang. I did. I did bad in the last zone control game. It was I didn't realize how bad I was doing because I mean I was alive a lot. I had a good average lifespan, but I I I had <laughs> I had good de- I had a lot of deaths. It was, yeah, I had a lot of deaths, but uh. But no, it's it's very cool to see how more people are coming in to watch this. And, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk about the actual games themselves. Yeah. So, um, so the finals. Tell were, me were the finals. Yeah, tell were, me, tell me about like your like team mentality, kind of going in. Like, what were you guys like thinking? How were you approaching it? Uh, we were approaching it pretty much the same way we always do. I mean, we've played against everyone on your team. So we know their play styles. We know what their preferred subclasses are and their preferred weapons. So it's not, we didn't do, it wasn't so much a scouting like that of that nature. It was developing our game plan and make sure we were all on the same page. Cause the games we have struggled were games that we were, we were playing together, but weren't necessarily on the same page on that same plan. So like zone control, like, Oh yeah, let's go to C. And some people thought we were going to B. But our mentality was just stay on the same page, communicate everything that could be relevant. Even if it's like not really like, oh, Cave's going to C, even though no one may be at C. You know, just, just that understanding of that, we are an extension of each other's radar. So we know where every, what every, where every enemy player is at and what, you know, do they yeah. have their super, you know, is there how many people are pushing this, you know, this corridor? stuff like that like oh hey my crest you know fell off b table and anomaly it's down below now just you know little details like that and uh and then generally making sure energy stayed high um i went back and listened and our our energy was pretty good throughout the whole time like it started out you know a, a good energy level to start the match and then as the match got towards the end our energy levels picked up consistently every game the comps were good for sure I think that, uh, like you were saying, you just wanted to be relevant as far as just giving everybody information, whether or not you have to make use of it right then and there. You guys were constantly talking. I don't think that there was really a moment where somebody wasn't saying something for you guys. I didn't get to uh, tune into the shark side of things, though. Yeah, our side, um, 
we had some we had some a few things that we ended up changing up um so usually stellar plays stormcrawler and he played striker which are very two very very different um subclasses and uh fantasy played fantasy played stormcrawler instead and he's a good stormcrawler but he hasn't been playing stormcrawler for a while uh, in our in our sweats, he's been playing Nightstalker, which obviously those are very different play styles. So we're talking mm-hmm. about not just subclass changes, but complete class changes altogether. Yeah. Um, and then Dill Dill stuck on Titan. He usually plays Striker. He usually actually switches between Bubble Striker and uh, Sunbreaker based on you know the map or like what game type we're playing. Um, not so much Bubble, a little bit here and there, but it's mostly between Striker and Sunbreaker. He'll kind of swap back and forth. But he kind of was resigned to playing uh, Sunbreaker for... He played Sunbreaker the entire time. And I think that that having to make such big sweeping changes, um, they were kind of last minute. And um, I think it kind of threw us off a little bit. Like, our synergy was off. We kind of... We've been playing really well with our, with our setup. Um, and then just a few things got, got changed up. And so I think that that probably contributed to our uh well we did we really did not play very well honestly our comms were were not as good we were getting frustrated because we know how good we're capable of playing and then you guys were just like you guys were killing it so it was it it was a bit of uh changing of subclasses that that messed with us in addition to just like the normal frustration of destiny stuff and not to be not to like use this as an excuse but we did kind of a couple times um get the get the bad spawn for for maps like like so not only i mean it was it was kind of like a bunch of little things that kind of contributed and the games were close ish Mm -hmm. but they weren't you guys always had a cushion like there wasn't like we were putting pressure on you but not enough to really stress you guys out and make you be like, oh, shit, like, we got to do something. Well, it was like you guys were just kind of consistent throughout the whole time. Um, I, I, I will and... say on, on that, how they were close to a cushion, we, that only happened in, uh, like, I, I, the games I can remember where that wasn't the case was the first zone control match. You guys made a freaking roaring comeback on us. And yeah. we and we we just pulled it out at the end, and then um, the uh, supremacy game on anomaly. You guys were ahead by, you know, eight to ten points most of the match until the end. Uh, so because we, uh, yeah, because I think we, we, well, because I mean, you I, guys were up initially. I like like right off the bat, you guys were up, and then I think we kind of swung it back a little bit, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. I, like, to be honest with you, I never felt, like, personally, I did not feel super comfortable in, like, any game that we played. Like, I never really hit my stride. Like, I, I personally played poorly. Um, in addition to, I, I keep saying this, but, like, the subclass changes. I mean, you're, 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 oh, you're yeah. going from, you know, one class to the other, and then it's so, uh, that kind of thing can kind of throw off your... Your, your team synergy. Um, oh, it definitely does. Just, definitely there's just does. like a, a bit of confusion and it kind of was just like an added layer of it. But 
for me personally, like I did not play well. I was not landing shots. My movement was not very good. I was kind of, we were kind of getting split spawned a bunch and I kept getting caught out. Um, and that gets frustrating. Like when you feel like you're just like nothing you're doing is working, like it's easy to kind of get down on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, personally, I'm not like that good at hiding how I feel. <laughs> so like when we're getting, when I'm, when, when I'm getting handed, like I'm just getting farmed. I'm like, I, I end up spending half the time, telling people how I died and I tell like I know I shouldn't do that I just can't help it kind of a thing I'm just like oh man I just got freaking blah 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 and so like I mean I have things to work on myself obviously but you know it's kind of all these like layers of stuff yeah I know but I mean like you guys were landing shots you guys were moving really well as a team obviously like you guys were communicating really well and like it showed you guys you guys did really well pretty much I mean for the entire time I mean we usually our team like just doesn't lose supremacy and we lost two supremacy games. I mean, supremacy is like our game type, you know? Yeah. And we uh, played yeah. supremacy twice, didn't we? Uh, did we get, no, I, we, only, no, we played once. We've we, only played we, once. We only played one supremacy match. Okay. No, Cause, you're right. Cause it was a best of seven and we played four games. Yeah. Yep. And then obviously like the last, the last game, Dill Dill oh, ended up disconnecting. That and... was unfortunate. Because the because the game was actually yeah. going to shape up to be pretty close. Yes. You guys were starting to make a solid. Oh, you were. For yeah, because sure. they had just yeah. they had just capped B and C, and we were trying to push down and get into B when uh, the timeout happened. I think we were. You guys were up by, or we were only up by four hundred. No, three hundred at that point. But it was it it was closing because you guys were going to have yeah. two, and you're going to be able to hold it for a while like you normally do. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was very just, unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, and, like, that, like, that, on top of all of, like, losing three games in a row, the switching of the subclasses, the me not playing well and feeling like I'm just not contributing positively to my team, and then this other stuff, like, obviously the getting kicked. It was just, it was a very frustrating day for, for Sharks. So, what? Yeah. You know, I mean, we're we're consistently up there. Like this is our second final. Um, so I mean, like we're 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 a decent team. So I'm not like too concerned about that. But no, it's, uh, it it just sucks. You guys will be back like that. <laughs> you guys will be back. Yeah. So well, koalas are the champions. Uh, team captain was hypochondriast. He put the team together. Uh, the team consisted of Izika, the Sweet Cheetah, Sergeant Gouget, and myself. Uh, so congratulations to my teammates. Congratulations to the Sharks for making it to the finals and beating very solid teams in their bracket, uh, their side of the bracket. Um, so, yeah. And with the ending of Season 4, Season 5 is upon us. It is the start of the season or the start of the season is very close. Um, the official start date is July 17th. Uh, but with the beta, the first sprint will be extended. Um, I'm sure Scorcho or Ursus will make that announcement in the discord. Uh, by the time you're hearing this is when your teams are due. They're due on the 14th to Scorcho. Um, Teams can consist of six players or seven, 
if you have seven players on your roster, you cannot have a mid-season substitution. You know, someone has something come up, they can't play anymore, you can't replace them if you have seven on your roster. If you have six on your roster, you can replace them. Uh, if you have questions about that, you know, ask Scorcho or any one of the admins, and uh, they can help you with that. Um, you need to pick a team name. In the past, we've had a requirement on animal names for graphics, but they but we are rescinding that rule. Um, so you can have any team name you want. You just need to provide your own logo. Oh, excuse me. For um, banner and emote purposes. Uh, yeah, they want to be able to put the banners on the PvP Bear TV Twitch page so that it's a bit more fun to look at for outsiders like people that are not a, not a part of the community exactly so yeah and uh if you have any questions about signing up your team the rules met a uh, private message an admin or a moderator in the channel and we can get you all the information you need on that um so far i think we have close to 16 teams ish uh yep. for next season which is awesome we have doubled doubled the number of teams yeah which is crazy um so don't worry the qualas are back we will try and we will be trying to defend our title (laughs) (laughs) uh what are you guys looking forward to most next season oprah let's start with you yeah go ahead bud sure i just i like Again, we're up to 16 now. I just like how many people are getting involved and how, uh, I think, exciting it's going to be to see just how everything plays out. I think as you uh, as you continue to learn from a, uh, you know, I think our, our Twitch perspective with like our presence there and the displays and what's going on with like uh, being able to tune in and just see how different teams play together. We have so many new people joining the Discord all the time that, uh, again, it's just seeing all these teams playing and how the season will shape up i mean you have 16 teams it's anybody's ball game especially with all the new blood coming in yeah and the the league is definitely getting better like more and more good players are joining and the pickup sweats are getting you know they are getting more sweaty like it oh yeah definitely some good teams out there and i i remember this one quote from penguin when we were doing um some pickups the other night he's like yeah until i met you assholes i never used a fusion rifle in my life now i feel like i have to use it (laughs) (laughs) yo hang on so i had actually this had occurred to me like a long time ago i'm kind of like sort of changing the subject um but i had actually thought a long time ago that having a game type where you have one person on uh sorry everybody on the team has to have a different secondary so when you're talking about fusion rifles like a lot of people don't use fusion rifles no but wouldn't it be cool if you've got to have one shotgunner, one fusion rifler, one sniper, and one sidearm user, like every, like each person has to have a different a different um, secondary weapon. I could. I think that's something that. like. I think that that would be kind of cool, just because it would kind of change up the dynamic of the team. And then you've actually got like. You, you kind of have to pick like okay who's going to be our sniper like who wants to snipe like who who's good at it who's who's our aggressor and so rather than kind of being forced to use a weapon like a shotgun or a fusion rifle these days um you kind of can pick your like yeah. i don't know 
So it's like like pro mod for Call of Duty, if you've heard of that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I haven't. I, I don't know what pro mod is, but if it's anything like I'm describing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very similar to what you're describing. That would definitely yeah. be fun to try one night for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Just that had occurred to me a long time ago, and never really got any traction. But anyway, that just occurred to me just now. I remembered that, so just throw <laughs> that in there. Yeah, and also one other thing, uh, team captains, they are doing a new form of scheduling this season, uh, so make sure you get your availability from your teammates so it's make it a little bit easier to schedule because i know this last season eh, kind of a pain in the butt to schedule sometimes most of the time probably all the time all the time according to cave all the team time. captain all the time. so uh <laughs> we're gonna they're trying a new way of scheduling i don't exactly know what it is to explain it here but if you have questions talk to scorcho ursus and dm i believe uh came up with the method of scheduling that's DMSO for anyone new. So um, with that, I think that pretty much covers everything for Season 5, unless I'm missing something, guys. I don't think so. Looks like you got it. Cool. Work. So with that, um, we had quite a bit to talk about this week, so we're going to skip over the Q&A. As we're about at our normal stopping time. So as always... Uh, we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, WordPress.com, and Archive.org by searching PvP Bearcast, all one word. Uh, on Twitter at PvP Bear Leagues, and at Twitch uh, with the URL twitch.tv backslash PvP Bear TV. Um, we're going to, I know going forward, they want to try and do a feature match of the week on there. Um, so be looking for that. And with um, the Twitch, It'll always pop up in our Twitch feed on our Discord, so keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone gets tagged in the notifications for that. And with that, we thank you all for listening. We hope you have a fantastic week, and we'll see you all in the beta. Have a good weekend, everyone. I'll see you guys. Take it easy, everybody.